<laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your guys. It's your boys. Coming at you live over Cheaper's Podcast. I'm Dominic. Ashley Pastrami. And I'm Charlie. At Vash. Charlie, what's up? Oh, I want, I want, how happy are you, man? You're done your show, right? Dude, I am done. I'm free. Freedom. I'm free. I'm free. It's great. Or is, uh, I'm about to start what we call fun employment for the next five months. Yeah, but then, then after five months, you will be back to being employed and dead. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be after two weeks. I'm going to be like, I'm never going to work again. This is the worst. Like, what did I do? This is terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- this five months will be a nice time for you to chill get your games i know that you know we, we talk about this like every day like too many games to play right now too many too, too many, many games. games like too many games uh, man I, I, there's so many things i want to do and now that i have games pass like which we could talk about too. oh my god we have so much to talk about charlie we have so much we have a ton to talk about we have so much to talk about charlie and one of the things i want to talk i want to get into first was i went up so xbox microsoft had the Xbox all access deal. I don't know if it's still happening, but I hopped on it. It's $35 a month for two years, zero interest on a Xbox one X two years of game pass and two years of Xbox live, which stack. So I already had Xbox live. The two years I bought will now stack onto that. And what a deal. I haven't had a new console in a while. I've been wanting an Xbox one X, but like I haven't, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't see it as a necessary buy. Or like I'm the type of guy that you know, don't fix it if it ain't broke. I have it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to use it. Do I want the 4K? Do I want the HDR? Yes, obviously. Whatever. But then the deal came, and it's like that's a really good deal. Like 35 a month for all that stuff. That's like you're saving. I think in the long run, I think it was like 150 bucks maybe. But like now I just have this library of games, dude. I have so many games to play from that they're just there. Like I've already done like three games outside of like you know destiny 2 taking over my life but what are you playing uh i did um uh master chief collection i did PUBG, mm-hmm. and then i did um elder scrolls online which we could talk well, i yeah. want to talk about Elder scrolls later but we will talk yeah. about that how, how, how's the, the 15 frames per second on PUBG? yeah it's not good on <laughs> on xbox <laughs> PUBG is not good on xbox i don't know how it is on playstation but they don't have a PlayStation. Oh, is it exclusive for Xbox? Yeah, it's computer? exclusive to Xbox. So, which is, I think is the reason why, and we'll we'll talk about this later. Which is the reason why I really like the Blackout beta for Black Ops Four. It's it's uh, right? it's it's, fan, it's fantastic. And yeah, I I watched. I know streams. I say the word fantastic a lot, but still, no, yeah, it's very it's, good. Yeah, you I, watch, I, did I you did. watch Upshaw play? It? I did. Yeah, dude, the dude's a beast. I don't know how is he always so good. Why is he always so good? I well, can't, for uh, one, he does this for a living. That's <laughs> true. For one, that's, that's like asking, true. like, man, how was Charlie so good at, at at camera stuff? Well, you know, he does it for a living. <laughs> 70 hours a week yeah every, so, every week yeah i mean how does dj how is that so good nine to five playing video games that's how he's so good that's very that's very true yeah any of us can be good not that's not true not any of us but if you put the time and dedication in something the goal is to be good at it but yeah it's it's cool it's definitely it it has a fun looking factor to it i watched a bunch it, it's pretty dope i don't know if i'm gonna do it I say that now. I probably will if all my friends do because I'm a slave to peer pressure. But for what you're gonna hop on the Black Ops Four? If I, if no? like if like I have more Xbox friends do it, I'll probably do it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely should try it out. I mean, yeah, I, I might try it. We'll see. I doubt it'll come to Games Pass since it's just coming out. But if it did, I would totally hop on that. 
And it's really cool. It's really the thing I love most. And this is such a funny reason to love the blackout beta was for the first time in a long time. Destiny two was the top uh, most viewed Twitch thing. I did Twitch game only because all the Fortnite pros and players were over at blackout. Yeah, it was something like 170 something thousand people. 171,000 people playing Destiny 2 on Twitch. And I was like, this is. Not, maybe not playing, but viewing. Like, you know, is that how it goes yeah. by? Is the viewer count? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Uh, which was awesome. Because, I mean, you know me. That's all I've been doing with my life is doing Forsaken. It's my favorite thing on the planet right now. All right. So let's see. What came out this week? Or this came out since we recorded. So we recorded. Well, it's been almost a month since we last talked. Yeah, it's definitely three weeks because, because we did- I went away. Yeah, because we did the two podcasts back to back. Because uh, actually, on the same day, don't yeah. recommend doing that. By yeah, the never, way. We never, totally, never doing that again. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, ambitious. Well, I won't say never, but yeah, it was, it was we were ambitious. Both exhausted. Yeah. We were talking to each other for like four hours. My voice was dead afterwards. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "This is real." My voice really? This is happening? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Let's see what came out. Uh, Spider Man Forsaken. Spider-Man, which I was playing up until I called you. I know. I'm very, uh, I'm very jealous. Very jealous. It's very good. It's yeah. very good. Very happy with it. Um, the new Tomb Raider just came out Friday, which I'm going to be playing. Getting good reviews. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm trying to finish Spider-Man before I start that because I like to dedicate certain time to like one game. For sure. It. It's hard to... Yeah, it like kind of dilutes it for you if you do multiple. Yeah, and then I just forget what I was doing. Right. Like, yeah, for sure. Like I know, like I know that these these games have a little bit of uh, shorter, shorter uh, campaign mode or shorter story. So yeah. I'm just kind of want to just finish them, and then once I'm done all those single player stuff that I have to play, I'm going to dive deep into Divinity because that's like forty to eighty hours worth. Of yeah, I know. I, when I was playing at your place, uh, I realized that this is not a game that you can just hop in and out. Like it requires time. Nope, it requires yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, it, it requires a, quite a lot of dedication to it, uh, but it's cool. I like it. I'm I'm halfway through a first playthrough. No, I'm yeah, something like that. Halfway through, just a normal playthrough, and then we go through, and I'll do a stream of the uh, the heroic mode, which is like you have one save, right. and if you die, it's, it deletes your save. Yeah, anyway, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's no bueno. Uh, what else came out? I don't even know. Like, technically, the blackout beta came out. Yeah, Blackout Beta, yeah, and that was good. Yeah. Um, they did a Battlefield 5 Beta. I So I watched a little bit of that, and I am pretty... My interest has peaked. It yeah. had, and, and more so, not because, like, yeah, Battlefield game, the mechanics, but the overall cinematic tone, it's very, like... It it is almost like a a very well it's like a period piece film like it's a period piece game like obviously it is it's you know uh, World War One I, I believe two two, um it just looks good it looks like that gritty like World War feeling like it's it's I don't know it looks pretty dope yeah I'm excited for it I played it a lot I did the whole um, they had like a little challenge thing going on where like you could go through and like if you did all these things you get an extra tag or battle tag or something right. like that or dog tag. So I did all that during the beta, which is a lot of fun. I heard a lot of negative feedback. People are just like, you know, shitting on it being like, oh, this battlefield's terrible and doesn't feel good and blah, blah, blah. And granted, like there's a lot of things that they're going to be hopefully fixing yeah. with it, but I'm actually very excited for it. Um, I'm going to play it on, I haven't played, uh, pre-ordered on, on PS4, same with Call of Duty, but I think I'm going to rebuy it on PC. Yeah, I feel like PC will be where it really stands out mechanic-wise. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna platinum it on P- PS4 and then switch over to PC once it comes out. There so. you go. 
Of course, you get a platinum on PS4. Of course, I have yeah. to. Yeah, what else? Yeah, dude, I'm up. I'm up to like 41 platinums now. There yeah. you go. I, I have I a, read a, a full backlog to play. Yeah, well, the backlog. Talk about Jesus. Uh, I read an article. I, f- I think it was either Kotaku or Polygon. Obviously, it's gonna be one of those two, saying that the new Tomb Raider is exactly how a Tomb Raider should feel, like the 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 overall game uh, pace of it and everything. And I, I I haven't played Tomb Raider in like a long long time. I didn't play the last really good one that everyone raved about. Um, and I'm I'm like I want to do it. I think I'm, I haven't played a good single player game in a while. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that Tomb Raider will be the next one for me. It's good. I I play the last couple ones. The last the last few have been really good, and I've been really happy with how that turned out. And I really like the Uncharted series. So it just yeah. kind of reminds me of Uncharted, but a little bit grittier for sure. I want to say definitely, definitely. Uh, I like the I like the fact that it's a female protagonist yep. for the whole thing. I think it's uh, it just gives a really good, um, you know, you feminist shill. Yeah, God damn. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. I know. It's just, I know. You know I it's, know. Just, it's, a, it's different. It's different. It's it different. Gives... It's a different feel. Exactly. It just makes it feel like you know women are empowered. That kind of thing. For and sure. It's kind of cool. I like it. So I'm with you. I, I, having everything being like the tough guy mantra and whatever is like. Why yeah. can't we have games with more dad bods? You know what? Coming from two dudes with dad bods, we need more dad bod games. <laughs> need, yeah. Hashtag dad bod gamers. <laughs> It, I'm sure That's, that hashtag exists. I'm sure. I hope but it yeah, does. We just need we need more we need more protagonists that are dad bods. Come on. Well, not even just dad bods, just regular Joes, right? Yeah. Th- we need not- the trash can simulator, or, the, or not trash can simulator. We need the trash, the trash uh, guy simulator. The trash. <laughs> All the simulator games, perfect. Um, yeah, cool. It's definitely a cool time the past month or so for uh, new games that came out. Definitely a lot of new games. I'm gonna hop. I want to hop into Forsaken because there's two reasons I want to talk about Destiny Two Forsaken. One, because I love it, and two. So for those that didn't play Destiny Two, it had a rough start. A lot of people were upset. There wasn't a lot of content. They feel like it was quote unquote like made for casuals, all that garbage. I personally loved it, but Destiny Bungie did what a couple studios have done before in the past. They pretty much redid, not redid, but they like came out with a whole nother game with a DLC. We saw it before with like the division star Wars old Republic. We've seen this before where uh, a, a developer and studio got negative feedback to the point that they're like, all right, we have to, we have to change this game completely or we're going to lose the entire player base. We've seen this a lot, you know, star Wars galaxies. I mean, we've seen this so many times and Bungie did it. They delivered destiny Two forsaken. is like its own new game. There's so much to do. Like, the raid just dropped two days ago, the 14th. Uh, it will be the 14th when when uh, when this podcast comes out, so it won't be two days anymore. I always forget that when we record this. Then I'm like, oh, two days ago, right? And, like, the podcast can come out, like, whenever. <laughs> On the 14th, the raid dropped, the last wish. I won't give any spoilers. 16 hours. Only one team beat it. Only one team. Wow. Some of the best Destiny players, you see them streaming, like, well, I'm done, I quit, I don't care, I'll do it later, I'll get higher light level, this is garbage. Like, not garbage in the bad sense, but, like, it was tough, and I love that, I love that. Yeah, I was, uh, so, spoiler for you, I am playing Destiny again. That's uh, my dude, that's my <laughs> guy. Yeah, after we talked about it at length, uh, I went and pre-ordered the, the Forsaken. I actually just said, screw it, and just went with the whole annual pass and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. 
So, um, but then like I started playing a little bit and my, actually my old guild leader texted me yesterday and he hopped back in. Yeah. I mean, he was still at like 300 light level, level 20. Yep. So we were, we were running some missions yesterday just to try to get him up. And, uh, it was a lot of, it's, it's, I have to say the game is a lot of fun. I just got the bow. Oh, oh yeah. God, so satisfying. With, so like, satisfying. You mean you got the bow from the story mission or you just got a random yeah, bow? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that you're, I'm, I'm doing my second character now. And I just got to that point. Actually, I wish we could play together. Goddamn cross platforming, but yeah, I know. Um, uh, but I would have to say that I'm after having not played Destiny for a long time. It it feels like the thing. The problem that I have with Destiny Two before is I just didn't feel powerful, yeah, whatsoever. And now I just feel like I wreck everything. Yeah, and I but mean, like I still the, get wrecked, you still get right? wrecked. Exactly. That's what's that's what's great about it is like you do wreck everything, but you still will get wrecked because the game is like a harder game now, and it's awesome. Like there's so many new spaces and the random rolls and the guns, the raids, the strikes, they really did listen. Like it's unfortunate that we needed to get to this point, but like also like people give developers and studios too much grief. Like, like no one knows how to code. That's like, well, not no one I'm saying like most of the community that the gamers, they're not coders. They're not writers, not directors. They're not producers. Like this stuff is hard. Like, everyone's like, oh man, there's this bug. Oh my God, Bungo, why can't you just fix it? And it's like, that bug could be like a 10 page line of code. You have no idea. It could be literally game shattering. Like, and and it's the same thing with movies, obviously. People watch a movie like, oh man, why didn't they just do this? Well, because that costs a lot of damn money. Uh, The actor wasn't available. Like, any of these reasons. And every, yeah, like, exactly. it's like people like, oh man, the destiny two vanilla was so casual. And it's like, well, they listened to all your complaints. You said the end of destiny one was too, like there was too much things. Like no one was getting the right roles and like exotics were too rare, this and that. So they, they listened to the audience and they made the game how they thought the audience would want it. Turns out the audience doesn't want anything. They just want to be mad <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so here, that's where we came and, and they redid the game for the forsaken, which like, Grats, they could have just been like, well, we made all our money, who cares now? Which we've seen multiple times in games mm-hmm. where the game received negatively, but they didn't care because, you know, they're done. Coffee, yay. <laughs> Cough. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. They did it. They they, 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 they listened to the audience. They, they came out with this DLC that's massive. It was 90 gigs for me to download that. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, uh, and it, they did a good job. Like, I'm... I'm having fun playing Destiny again. And I can't yeah. say that's how I felt like when Destiny 2 first launched a year ago. 100%. Like, I feel like I got to max light level. I enjoyed, I did the Leviathan Raid. I was kind of bummed by the Leviathan Raid. I know you really like it. But I, I liked didn't it. Like it whatsoever. I liked it. Um, but it made me like excited to play again. Yeah. And even even just going back and doing the old like Osiris and Warmind missions mm-hmm. with um with my old guild leader cuz he was just trying to catch up to to play. Like it was it just it feels it, I don't know, it just feels different. Yeah, totally. With, with it's a different DLC game. The Division new, just yeah. did this in the last couple of years. The Division came out in yeah. what 2015, I think. I loved the Division, but they couldn't keep up or with, 2016 something like that. Yeah, it was one of it the was two. like 3 years ago. And I couldn't they couldn't keep up with the demand. And like what like last year, the year before that. No, it was last year. The Division came out with a game-changing update. Everything was different and crazy and cool. Like developers and studios have to do this. And it's it's cool that when they do do it, do do. It's cool when they do 
partake in changing the game to, to meet what the community wants because that means they're listening and that means that we have a voice of some kind we don't always have the yeah. best voice <laughs> but no sometimes it's trash sometimes it's the word oh my god like do you remember when battlefield first showed the poster with like the woman on the cover and it was just like everyone was so pissed there there were no women uh fighters in world war ii it's like come on man shut up like, i don't i don't understand why game. people get upset about these things because I just don't understand they it. They think that, like, it's, it's not historically accurate. Dude, we're playing a fucking video game. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally anything can happen. We Anything can happen. Yeah, you can have aliens pop in the middle of, you know, there's zombies, for exactly. goodness sakes. I'm like, there come no on. zombies in World War II. <laughs> no, at least that, none that we know of. Oh, yeah, right. Not the experiments. But it's still, it's like, come on now. It's just like, stop with this all, like, getting upset because like it's not accurate or you feel like you're owed something or something like yeah. along those lines it's just, because, it's just because the opposite it's funny because whenever like you have liberals that that get upset because there's not representation of either people of color or women then those same people are like oh stop complaining it's just a game <laughs> you know what i mean it's always a funny yeah. back and forth there but i mean the man i can only imagine how hard it is to be a studio because you're never going to please everybody oh yeah no Ever. you have to like you just have to stick to your goals and what you set out to make exactly and just like this is what you want and then you know you can you can choose to take in you know community in, insight if you want into consideration but not but yeah it must be it must be su- super difficult yeah. especially like just starting out oh be, yeah. oh my god being like I an can't indie even imagine jeez dude i mean hats off to all the bungee team like you have the all the dudes on twitter that like deej and dmg and all them that just constantly are talking to people they're going on reddit they're going on twitter they're doing all the things they're they're communicating with the community and that's what every studio and developer should do they should just communicate i don't like if i if, the, if we find a bug I, I don't care the bug is there i know it'll get fixed but i just want to hear you know the community leader be like oh hey guys we found this bug we're working on it it'll get fixed soon no doubt thank you for your patience that's that's what matters the most to me at yeah least. just outreach that's all you need to do tell exactly. us that you're listening that's exactly. really all you need to do. Exactly. So, yeah. Video games. <laughs> so many, so many, so much stress with video games. This thing that's meant for our enjoyment and pleasure and relaxation. There's so much stress with it. It's so funny. Totally first world problems. Oh, 100 percent. But I can. It's a problem I can live with. All the problems with video games, I can live with these problems. Yeah. So without getting too much into spoiler stuff, just because I'm still playing through the uh, storyline and Destiny Two Forsaken. What you want to know? What do you? Uh, what are, what's your impressions of it? Oh, uh, from, um, from someone who plays it like nonstop. Story wise, I've only put like four yeah, hours I play in. it nonstop. It's so like Mallory gets so upset with me. I get home from like work and jujitsu. It's like 10 p.m. She's like, "You want to watch a movie?" I'm like, "Forsaken." <laughs> <laughs> I love you. She heard that. Uh, my impressions story-wise was a lot of fun. Like I'm very much into Westerns and you know, I love, it's so funny because I love Firefly, the show, which is a sci-fi Western. And we have like that whole fucking cast pretty much in this goddamn game, which actually spoiler alert, Nathan Fillion did not voice Kate in this. It was uh Nolan North because Nathan Fillion was on another shoot doing, during this. Bummer. I, he, Norland North still did a great job, but it wasn't my, it wasn't my Nathan, uh, Nathan, um, Nathan, Nathan. <laughs> I mix words up so goddamn much. How do I, how do I speak in a podcast? I don't know. Uh, leave your comments below if I suck. No, don't really do that. Um, 
So getting better by doing <laughs> exactly <laughs> story wise was amazing. I thought the story was so much fun and they tied some stuff together. Like it's, it's always great when you answer a question, but it's also even better when more questions come out of that answer, like, which is ex- exactly what this raid just did. I won't give me spoils there. Mechanics wise. Awesome. They did the random rolls on guns. Well, like all guns have random rolls except for, I think maybe exotics, but there's a small loot pool, which in within each archetype that has different roles. So like, you're not going to get like, you know, not every gun will have rampage route. Well, maybe that those will, those will, but I mean like, you know, it, it's, it's like, there's not a million different options per gun. It's a small loot pool. So it, it just narrows it down. It's not going to be like this terrible grind. If you want a certain gun, which is nice. The new game mode, uh, Gambit is amazing. You, you know, I played it for the first time when the beta was out at your at your place. You saw it. I'm sure you're playing it now. Super fun. PvP is mm-hmm. fun again. Like you feel like you're more powerful. Like running around, just throwing. I threw three supers in a single PvP match the other day. You were lucky in vanilla D2 to get one super. Sometimes if you weren't playing like you know your best. So I mean, yeah, overall love it. You know, we're doing. My clan is super active. We're trying the raid tonight. Actually, uh, the 16th at 8 p.m. I'll stream it. We're not going to get past the first encounter, but yeah, I, I heard from my fellow clanmates that like the ghouls that just like wreck you. Yeah. Everything, you everything's one shot. Everything's one shot. It, the first encounter is at five forty light. Most of us are, we're, most of us are okay. We're like five twenty to five forty. So I do predict we'll get past the first encounter, which is good because it's a guaranteed drop, not for a weapon or anything, but for your seed to get another, uh, um, class. So another thing is they've made it hard to, you can't just go willy nilly on getting your new subclasses. You mm-hmm. have to get, there's certain uh, story elements to it. Like the first one to get the first class, it's easy. You have to get the seeds of light or whatever, or the, mm-hmm. the leave, like little leaves after uh heavy kills. Awesome. That's easy. Your next one, you have to do the blind. Well, which I'm not gonna tell you what that is. You'll get to it. It's a lot of yeah, fun. I haven't got, I haven't got to that point yet. I yep. I uh, didn't realize that it's like a. There's also a timer too. You can only do it once per week or something like that. No, I believe it's not the no 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 not that. You'll you'll figure what that out is. Um, for yeah, to just, get your subclass. Uh, yeah, because I'm I accidentally was I didn't realize what I was doing and I activated my Titan's uh, guardian skill. So I have this this the shield which is cool. But like I want to be able to I need to be able to figure out how to get another seed of light so I can. Activate yeah, that's my from other the blind well which you have to finish the campaign for. I won't tell you what it okay. is or where it is. You will find that out yourself. Just when you do it, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a, it's a cool deal. The third one is from the raid. All you gotta do is get past the first <laughs> the first instance. That's all you got to do. That's how hard. That's how hard it is right now. <laughs> oh my god! All but right. I mean, you know, that's it's the a- great thing is like people. Some people are complaining about it. Like, oh, it's too hard. It's like, dude, it just came out. It literally just came yeah. out. This is end game. You're supposed to t- work to get to this. There's supposed to be work. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like people complaining. Like, oh, I want to be able to do everything in an hour. That's not how these games work. Wait, it's also, like they're like, practically you did. MMOs. It's a shooter MMO. Right. If you did you do that, that they, you'd be bored. They have say again. If you did that, you'd be bored. If you if you were to get it in an hour, then you'd be done, and you'd complain that it was too easy. Yeah, exactly. That and plus, like people realize that yeah, this is on consoles, but it's on PC now, and PC yeah. players have a different kind oh, of you yeah. know. PC players have been playing MMOs for years. Yeah, I mean, I still play MMOs, yeah. and like it's a slow burn. It is not like. Uh, it's not a super fast like race to the finish. Like you, which is why I tell my game content. Like the, like you know when I was playing fucking the old Republic, 
every kill was like point zero 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 one percent experience to get to the next level. Yeah. Like that's that's the that's a real grind, and you're just getting levels out of that. Like that you're that was hell. Yeah, I, actually, I actually saw uh, I actually saw the old Republic sitting on my Origin account. I was like, mm, I was tempted to try it again. It, apparently it's fun they did the same thing they redid the whole thing but that, uh, that, that I'm done with it I'll never step in that game again I put too many hours into it <laughs> you're burned you're done yeah you I it loved anymore. it I played it a lot I was in a guild that like did a lot of PvE like we we were trying to do like you know first uh, first finishes for strikes and stuff like it, it, it I, yeah I'm done with that <laughs> but talking about MMOs that wants me to bring up a point with with the games pass I was able to play Elder Scrolls online, which I know you played too. Mm-hmm. And I, I did enjoy, I only played it for a little bit and I'll tell you why I only played it for a little bit. I did enjoy the time I put into it, but it made me realize Charlie is I'm not made anymore for MMOs. I, I can't do traditional MMOs anymore. I don't have the time or the patience to do those grinds, which yeah, I'm like giving my clanmate shit like, Oh, you don't know a grind. And now I'm like, man, I don't even want to know the grind anymore. Like, and it, like, yeah. is there with the way things are now within almost like culturally, do MM, like traditional MMOs have a place anymore? Like, I think they do, but I think it's it's, it's kind of sort of like what um, I would say. It's kind of sort of like what mobile gaming is doing. Is like come in, play for a short amount of time, collect your daily reward, do your thing, and and still work on like a bigger. A storyline like like honestly i think guild wars 2 has the best like, i know i keep talking about guild wars 2 but i think that has the best um what's the word they come back to like what's that word guild wars 2 essentially has the best platform and the best way of doing this because like they have a living story that comes out every month it's like each section of it is about like 45 minutes to an hour to play it's it's very you can do it in very short sessions if you want like i've been grinding through the story on it every now and then. You don't need some kind of like crazy exotic legendary gear. No, you don't need to. You like you crap. Like I'm still playing with gear that I had like five years ago. Okay. Fair. (laughs) Like when I played originally. So that's, that's smart, man. Because when I try to get back into MMOs at, at the age I'm at now, I just sit there like doing the, the initial like entry level grind of just like killing shit to get to the max level so that you can do real stuff. And I'm like, man, this is fucking boring. Like, I just can't, I, I'm not there anymore. And I'm just thinking, like, how, you know, we got Fortnite where you're just in and out. That's a game. Say all these battle royales happening now. Even, you got, like, more casual looter shooter MMO styles, like The Division and Destiny. And it's like, how do real MMOs, like, how are they going to survive? I, I know people are going to, people are going to play them still, but it ain't going to be me. Like, I will never pick up World of Warcraft again, even though I, I said I was. And I realized after I tried Elder Scrolls Online, I'm not going to do it. You should try it. I just want you to try it just so we can talk about it because I'm curious to see what you think. That's the thing is I feel like I'm I'm already going in negative because I just don't want to sit in a field and kill pigs to get experience level. Like I don't want to do that. And that's what that's what real MMOs are. You should give Guild Wars 2 another try. Like I know I keep telling it, but it's free. Like it costs you nothing to try it. I know. You already wrong. have your account. You've already bought the game. You don't have the expansions one not, but like yeah. But even still I don't even know the it's last fun, expansion I bought. You. I don't remember. You probably, I didn't buy, you probably didn't buy Heart of Thorns or Path of Fire. So. Oh, wait, actually, one of those sounds familiar. What was the, what was the latest one? 
pacifier. So then I got Heart of Thorns. Maybe. I yeah, think I, I mean, didn't. it's still it's 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 still fun. They added a lot of cool stuff with it. I'm just saying. I know. I know. But I I think that like that's that's the MMO method where they, you know, the Arena Net doesn't charge a monthly fee for all their stuff. They they make pri- primarily all of their money through consumables, right? Cra- not consumable. They're like costumes and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And with expansions and whatnot, and they have sales all the time. And, uh, you know, they still have a fairly big player base. Yeah. Like, even still, like, the game's been out for five, six years, something yeah. like that, six Since years. Since I moved here, dude, which was 2013, that's five years ago. It came yeah. out before that, too, because in 2012 we yeah. were playing together. Yeah. So, I, I think it's going to be, uh, I mean, I'd be curious to see what, if they're developing Guild Wars 3. I was say, sure where's Guild Wars 3? <laughs> What's going on? It's funny, is I, I have Guild Wars, the original, still in my Steam library, and I loaded really? it up for the first time. In probably ten years, and I played it. Looked at it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is such shit." Yeah, <laughs> old games. Terrible. Some old games. Some old games are cute in the way they hold up. Like obviously, Super Mario sixty four graphics wise was garbage, but I would play that any day of the, any day of the week. Yeah. Same thing with any Zelda game or like even some Resident Evil games. But like some games are like, "Ooh, this is bad. This is just looks real bad." But it's interesting that you say that. Like we're talking about the Elder Scrolls stuff because I know that they just came out with a new expansion too like the Somerset yeah. expansion for that I didn't that. get it I just played with free on Games Pass yeah I, I I played Elder Scrolls Online when it first came out like two years ago for PlayStation um, I got I originally pre-ordered it for uh, originally for PC and I played it for a little bit but then they and then it came out for PS4 and I had a bunch of friends play it and you could like transfer your character over and right. still retain your access, which oh, is that's nice. great, by the way. That is phenomenal. Because it's, because it's account-based as opposed to, you know, client-based, so which makes sense. If, if Destiny 2 was account-based, I would play it on PC if I was alone, but when I was with my friends, I'd play it on Xbox. 100%. Absolutely oh my 100%. God. I would love to play that real 60 frames. Like, oh man, it just, like, when Not you either, watch dude. videos of it on PC, it just looks so good. It looks, it looks fantastic. It plays fantastic. I have it for PC because it came with one, like I had a voucher code for when I bought my 1080s. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I have it and I play it occasionally, but like, I don't know, I don't have anything on my account, but yeah. it's, it's definitely fun, and it definitely looks really, really good. I feel like Especially playing a story on PC would just be good enough for me. Like, I, I'm not gonna buy the whole camp like thing. I'm not gonna buy it twice, but I would love to play it just for the story. Because even, even like Recursive Sight, like any of the, any story elements that weren't good, the game was still visually well, like well done. Like it looked nice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure playing that on a 60 frames per second like would be beautiful. You know that plus my 144 hertz gaming monitor. Yeah, I mean, I, I with G Sync. Last year awesome. I got a FreeSync 4K, but it doesn't have HDR, which is a bummer for Xbox. But I don't really care; it's good enough. Yeah, it's good enough. At some point, even I'm, HDR is. Uh, it's I kind know, of. I think games are now right? just starting to get good with HDR and whatnot. Yeah, I, at some point I'm gonna build another PC, which I'm excited for. I'm hoping with now the 2080 that GPU prices go down a little bit more. Until then, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it, but. Yeah, I'm gonna show. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to stream. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to get Battlefield Five for PC is because um, I was lucky enough that I was able to pre-order two of those 1080 Ti Founders Editions. You have two 1080 Ti's. 2080s. I pre-ordered. Oh, two 2080s. Of them. Oh, you got two of them. Yeah. You can try so building a. Hmm? You can try to like dual graphics card. Mm-hmm. Holy An shit. SLI. Yeah. Well, I'm building a I'm building a Threadripper um, 
setup for yeah. uh, rendering and whatnot. So I'm, that that's what my plan was. I really want that twenty seven hundred X. It's it's a nice mm. system. Like I I think Ryzen is. I think AMD is gonna the way that they're going at some point. Hopefully, because I'm a fan of of them. But I, I definitely next computer will be uh, AMD. Well, hey man, yeah. when you get rid of that ten eighty, I won't buy that shit off you. <laughs> All right, there you go. When you getting when you are they out yet? Uh, I believe they come out in like a week or two. Which is funny because I was going to ask you if you were going if you were going to get them. Yeah, I mean, I I got them because uh, you know primarily doing transcodes with oh it'll you save know, your life with red. Yeah, it's just gonna yeah it's just gonna destroy. And yeah. So now that I'm doing nothing and I have time to sit down and plan all these things out, and I've been looking into I've been looking into doing more Windows based transcodes and whatnot especially now that, um i have a couple free copies of scratched i'm gonna be doing some reviews on yeah so i want to test it out to see how it looks so fuck yeah because i don't think there's no benchmarks or anything that's come out yet right there's no real reviews mm-hmm. out which i, mm-hmm. I was yeah. interested because obviously the base price of these are, are pretty expensive and yeah, it wasn't cheap what's the new what's the new technology they're doing what's it called again the ray tracing? Yeah, and no one really seems like there's not real too much details on it and like how it's going to be better for this, for that. And I'm very curious to see via for like doing video stuff, for doing video game stuff, like where it actually comes into play because if if ray tracing means that you're going to have like literal lifelike images for video games or you're going to, you know, your your rendering or or your graphics will just be so much better for for videos editing stuff like okay then it makes sense that it's so expensive but if it's just expensive because it's goddamn nvidia then like fuck you guys <laughs> yeah i mean i primarily got it for just decoding 8k red footage and right, whatnot, which, which is, is where I, which is where i have the hardest difficulties right now yeah and because it's you can't really do it real time right now and then i need faster than real time to be able well, to work with like monster fuck? footage why aren't your dps uh shooting simultaneously prores and raw Dude, you don't want to shoot ProRes and RAW at the same time. You can on the cameras now, though. No, dude, you do not want to do that. Wow. There's so many problems with corruption with cards and everything like that. You really? absolutely do not want to do that. I haven't That's heard that, idea. but I'm sure there is. Just, I mean, there's problems all the time with red and firmware and, the, and software. So that and plus you that and plus the the problem with going into film nerd shit. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> problem with shooting. Work. Yeah, the problem with shooting ProRes and RAW at the same time is, and, and then you go and work off the ProRes, you don't know what you're looking at with the original negative off the RAW. Like, you don't know if there's a problem with that Interesting. at all. Yeah. I didn't so, think about that. that. And plus it takes up more space. And, Dem- yeah. I mean, if you're doing a commercial with short turnaround, like, you have to have an edit done later on. or sure. like I would recommend shooting one or the other. Like, you can shoot ProRes or you can shoot RAW, but, like, I wouldn't do do either of them. Do external recorders together. still have a place in the film industry? Is anyone still using, yeah, like, Samurai's and Shogun's I and mean, stuff? Yeah, Shogun uh, Autonomous they built a huge industry in the past, like, two years because with their new the recorders. Shit, I'm sure, now, yeah. So. And I'm actually kind of interested to see, I don't know if you saw this that came out yesterday, or not yesterday, either yesterday or Friday, but um, Blackmagic just put out their own Blackmagic Raw. I saw that. It's very interesting. I'm I'm very curious to see. I don't think my Blackmagic 4K cinema camera will will be able to get the upgrade. You had the first gen, right? Uh, I had the first gen. I sold it. I bought the second gen. And I've been contemplating whether I want to get the pocket camera or not. Uh, but I'm cur- I'm, I, I was kind of holding off on it because I have a music video that I think would be perfect for it, and I had, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it and whatnot. But I, with this um, 
I'm not a big fan of cin- cinema DNG. I didn't. I don't oh, really you think mean it's the most garbage viable. format that ever existed. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it was a step in the right direction for like you know un uh, lossless uncompressed raw yeah. yeah for for what it is that you're trying to do. But I thought the containers were garbage. Yeah. I didn't think it was very. Did they good. come out with a new pocket camera? It's about to. So where I was going with that is that they have one available for pre-order, and I saw it at NAB in April last year. That's nice. Or this past year. Uh, and I was kind of like, eh, I'll wait to see what it comes out. But then this new implementation of, of Blackmagic Raw makes me want to pre-order it. And it's not that expensive. It's like, Under well, a grand, right? No, it's more than that. It's 1200 bucks. Oh, it's still not bad, though. I was expecting I mean, in the film world, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. I know you, you guys sell, like, monitor cages that are, like, Fifteen hundred dollars at yeah, CSNY. It, it, so. ain't, it ain't. Yeah. But any. It, what, what you'll hear, uh, podcast world, is anything in the film industry. Like, yeah, you have all these like content creator YouTubers these days doing whatever they're doing, but they're not using like pro cinema stuff. And the problem with pro cinema stuff is that it's expensive as fuck. What was what, yeah, you the Gemini? Gemini. Tax. The Gemini brain. The red Gemini is nineteen thousand just for the brain. It doesn't even turn the camera on. You don't. You can't do anything besides that. Then you got to get the modules, media, batteries. So like to do cinema, it's it ain't cheap, y'all. So just remember that next time, like you give a movie bullshit or a TV show any shit, like it ain't easy to do this stuff. So that, no, that's that's our not film easy. And, yeah, and and it's, it's expensive um, to do all this stuff. Like just for me to upgrade, like when I bought my original Epic W package from you guys it was like i think i ended up spending like 35 grand or something like that for all that stuff uh and i just upgraded the brain the gemini brain and it was like five grand just for the upgrade yep so i mean that's why like me being able to i mean me ordering two 2080 ti's was like i don't know 2500 bucks with tax and everything like that but like i'm selling my red rocket x for like 2700 you won't need that anymore (laughs) Yeah, Hopefully. so it's like it, it offsets the cost of it. For sure. Like everything in the film industry is just, it's the film tax. It's just yep. so expensive for no yep. reason, yep. which is kind of annoying. Yeah, well, so. it's what we love, right? Is it? We love it? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is when I'm not working 70 hours a week, I love it more. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I'm not, I'm well, not burnt out. Me and Mallory watched The Dark Crystal last night, and The Dark Crystal, directed and produced by Jim Henson, all Muppet based. I don't think there's any people in it besides like a couple actors like that were under the Muppets. And she's like, Oh man, this scene must've been so cool to work on. Right. And I didn't have the heart to tell her, no, this scene probably took two weeks of literal, just Muppet training or Muppet. Like, uh, what would you even call them? I don't know. Muppeteers, puppeteers, puppeteers. like mm-hmm. just yelling at each other. Cause they're not getting like these movements. Right. I'm sure like, you know, I'm sure it was a fucking mess. But like people don't know that. Like, oh man, that 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 must make so cool to shoot with those explosions and all that stuff, right? I'm like, nope, that was probably hell for the stunt coordination team, the ACs, the grip, like for literally everyone. Yeah, you get one shot at it, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> like, there's the um, there's the uh, there's one of the scenes. So I worked on Twenty Two Jump Street, yeah, uh, doing all the second unit explosion stunt work on that. And there's the opening scene in, in Twenty Two Jump Street where like they have the that Mustang, that silver Mustang that's out there, and it gets yeah. hit by the truck and explodes. They had one shot at that. Yeah. I think we had seven cameras rolling for that for you that scene. You have to. You have to. And you get you had one shot at it. You hope it goes right. We yeah. actually had a GoPro attached to the side of the the truck when it was hitting it, just to have like an alternate angle and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and the GoPro cut out because of the the impact of the explosion. Sure. 
When, so, when the last Fast and the Furious came through New York, we gave them 12 cameras because it was that. You, you, you overshoot scenes. Where, like, you know, I'm sure like, they only had like, a couple of those cars they were crashing. So like, all right, we're going to shoot 12 cameras at it. Like, we will have over coverage. But you got to do shit like that when, in, when the stakes are so high. You got to do it. But, yeah. All right. Film stuff anyway. over. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry film for stuff over. We could we could talk about film work all all day long. Like it's, well, you know, I've been doing it for ten, eleven years at this point. It's crazy. Um, I do want to talk so. about. So I went to the Museum of Moving Image this weekend, me and Mallory, and we went specifically because they were having a like a walkthrough of meme memes in the meme culture within you know the last like what like twenty thirty years I guess because what hilarious. was like the first meme like all your base are belong to us I don't know like. <laughs> Memes have been around for a while and they're culturally Leroy, relevant. Leroy? Yeah, Leroy. So like, it was really cool, but it was really short. We were kind of bummed about it because it was like, it was like a little, it was like a room, whatever. But we, we walked, I never been to the museum movie image. We walked around everything and they had a whole floor dedicated to video games, which I thought was amazing. It was really cool. And they had, they had like almost every console throughout history. I'm not even kidding you set up and you could play stuff. I played Fortnite at the museum moving image last night. Like they had a, 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 a Xbox one <laughs> set up with, it was, you can add them on Xbox. I think their, their screening was like moving image NYC. And, and if you play, mm-hmm. if you see that playing, they're just, there are people playing at the museum of moving image. They had like every game console set up and it was just a really cool exhibit. And I love, I love that we're looking at video games in a different light besides it just being, it's art and it is like video games are a form of art. And the fact that a prestigious place like museum movie images is, has a whole floor dedicated to it was amazing. And they even had a whole section on esports, which Americans have to start looking at more seriously. It's, it's probably the new frontier of media and content and news that Americans haven't tapped into yet. Some are starting to finally, but like you know, Korea and like you go to Korea and there's like forty thousand people in a stadium watching a couple like nineteen year olds play StarCraft. <laughs> you know, like it, that sounds like a good way to spend a weekend. I've, apparently, in Korea, it is like you know. I don't know. I, I just I love that we're we're starting to to venture into video games as being art in America. We're looking at video games differently in America, and it's a topic that has to be talked about because you're gonna. I guarantee you, in the next hopefully less than but the next decade every major like news not news outlet but like you know like you're gonna see like the nbc section of video games like they're gonna have like their own Mm -hmm. department or division for video games you know you you have that stadium being built out west you have that stadium being built i think it's like in ohio or something for for esports stuff you have mass square Mm -hmm. garden they bought counter logic gaming the team out in California, you got like Barclays doing like the overwatch stuff. Like you have all these places doing this and it's, 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 it's cool to watch it almost like a, a, a birthing thing in America with video mm-hmm. games. Cause obviously we play them, but I mean, we don't talk about them. They're not like a centerpiece of any kind of content deal. We have like what three major four IGN, Kotaku, Polygon, Waypoint, like news outlets can you think i'm sure i'm missing some there has to be more obviously but that's what i think of those four yeah or GameSpot or games yeah oh yeah like game spot obviously been around forever yeah <clears throat> it's definitely i think with the the push in the past 10 years with mobile gaming people are taking it more seriously oh for sure so yeah and and um, and and like mass 
friendly games like obviously Fortnite, it's so easy to do you can play it on anything and like anyone can play it like games like that i think make it easier to like be into video games like you probably have people you know we talked about this before like ufc fighters playing Fortnite, it's hilarious but yeah it's anyone can do it and that's as video games become more uh easy to get into they're going to be a more of a centerpiece i think so aside from just chatting more about what's happening in the world in terms of video games have uh so have you played anything else that you're excited about right now outside of destiny 2 i know you have with the game pass you've played a few is like there anything you're excited about revisiting yeah actually uh the master chief collection halo one through three uh they redid it a while ago it had a lot of bugs i didn't buy it i I was a big halo guy growing up i didn't buy it because i heard how bad it was they recently like redid it again (laughs) or something they like fixed like everything and apparently it's amazing so i have it i got a mass i got it part of games pass i'm gonna play halo one through three again because they redone graphics like uh, uh a a more like technically better like playthrough and 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 specs and everything i'm i'm like really looking forward to playing uh halo one through three on my nice monitor like with good graphics and like cool cutscenes mm-hmm. and shit because halo one through three i feel like Especially Halo One, I feel like was such a pivotal, pivotal game for like for video games. Like I feel like that really defined the first person shooter. I might be wrong. I'm sure other people would disagree on this, but like the first Halo Combat Evolved was like huge. Oh my god! I feel like even with Counter Strike being what it was and its influence throughout the years, there were so like in Pennsylvania there was three different video game places you can go to. And you could pay and you could like play anything. Like there was consoles lined up, a bunch of computers. Me and my, I, this was before I played Halo. Me and my buddy, we would go to this one called Games 3 in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. No longer there, obviously. They had a bunch of computers. We played Counter-Strike. And I always saw these dudes playing Halo and every TV was taken up and everyone was playing Halo together because it, it was like one of the, I feel like Halo was the first like, um, console game that more than four people can play like you could hook your xboxes up together and you could have mad people on and that shit was wild everyone was going crazy like talking shit it was, it was so much fun like watching that it was awesome I fucking loved it and like i'm really I, it's it's like a hard nostalgic piece like to to revisit these games and like have it be like updated graphics and everything i'm fucking excited i, I yeah. love this games pass shit <laughs> I, I love that they're starting to do remasters and whatnot. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw in the Slack uh, that I put in there, but like, Onimusha is coming back. Yeah, I never, I never did, played did you ever it. Play that? No. Oh, man. So, like, Onimusha was, like, a big thing. It was originally slated to be, like, a hidden level within Resident Evil. Because, you know, it's made by I Capcom. I love that shit. I love that so, shit. So, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, I can't remember when it came out originally, something along those lines, um, they originally wanted to be that, but then when they were doing playtesting internally, they realized that, like, it had a lot more potential, so they developed an entire game out of it. So, like, it was more of, like, I don't know if you remember Tenchu back in the day. I know of it, but... Tenchu was was essentially like a stealth ninja game, one yeah. of the first ones that came out there. Um, that was kind of like based off of like Metal Gear Solid, but for ninjas essentially, and um, it really focused on you know, stealth takedowns and being sneaky and all that stuff. But you still had the option of you know doing full on combat, but full on combat wasn't the wasn't the focus of that game. 
But with Onimusha, it was kind of like a cross between Resident Evil and Tenchu, but focused on like having abilities and having different weapons that had different abilities to it. And you would fight demons in like a you know Sick. feudal Japan kind of kind of thing. And uh, apparently they're remastering it, and That's so I'm awesome. pretty stoked about it. I don't know when it's supposed to come out soonish. Uh, I'm going to look it up right here while we're talking about this. But I'm very. Um, I'm very excited for it to for it to come out, and it's supposed to come out. Well, it came, yeah, so it came out. Wow, it came out a long time ago. Uh, it came out in 2001 originally, so it came out 17 years ago. Yeah, wow, it's hard. That's I remasters no are idea. awesome. I I'm, I'm, I hope we get more of them. Like when they did uh, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, like oh my god, one of my favorite, one of the most beautiful games I think ever made. That remaster yeah, was. I'm, I'm looking forward to that coming out. Oh, it's, so it's coming out. The the new remaster is coming out January fifteenth of sick next year. So I'll be playing that. I'll be looking forward to playing the new Resident Evil when that remaster when that comes out. Yeah, I'm I'm too. gonna do that. <laughs> that's that's gonna be great. Yeah, um, that's gonna that's be fucking sick. Super need, like, super dope. I, that's that's such a a huge market to tap into because like old nerds like us, like I would love to play. Like when they they remastered uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for the 3DS, I got that shit immediately. There was not even a question about it. It was instant mm-hmm. buy, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. And I had a console, or I had it uh, mobile. So like you you start doing those more studios, and you know shit. I'll buy every I'll buy every game I grew up on that I love. I will hundred percent. I'm a sucker. I'll buy that shit. Yeah. You know what's interesting is. Like remakes in the film industry are oh. touted as terrible. Oh my god! Ideas. Immediate, immediate shit on immediately. People shit yeah. on it. But remasters of games done. Well, I guess it's because it's you know it's games with updated graphics yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, we're um, not going to see a remake you know, of uh, Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, maybe Indiana Jones Lego Edition. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the only <laughs> way. Something like that. Did you uh, did you happen to see the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven gameplay? I did, I did, and I I know I, I I'm glad you brought that up because I know um, what was the other uh, Project Machina? What was the game you love? No, do, do, uh, Deus Ex Machina. Deus Ex, yeah, that's the same to people, right? No, no, I thought it was. I know, I know, you love uh-huh. that game. And I thought that's why you're so stoked. De- I thought Deus that was Ex, Deus Ex is Eidos Montreal who puts that out. This is Project Red. Oh, Same people who see, did the I Witcher. Was, you you mentioned Cyberpunk to me when I watched it. I was like, oh, this this these graphics look kind of familiar, and I thought that's why you were so stoked. I thought that was those peeps. Oh, that's hilarious. No, I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's by the people who make the the Witcher, and it looks it looks incredible. It does like, look, it does look pretty fucking cool. Like I'm I don't I don't think they have a release date. I think it's probably towards the end of the of this generation of consoles lifetimes. Yeah. Um and that might force me to want to play it on PC instead. Yeah. That's probably just because it's it well, it just looks the technology for PC gaming is getting ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So I'm it's with especially with all these uh new graphics cards coming out like that and you can like handle all these things, it's becoming more realistic. Yep. And as much as I enjoy playing on the uh on the projector and whatnot, like something like that it would be I don't know, it's just it'd be tough to pass up. Yeah. Cause I mean whatnot, even with the ten eighty T I it was still hard to do four K, right? Yeah, even like I, I play a couple games in 4K, but I can't really max it out. With, right, uh, but with my I mean, I, I assume Dual 
2080 Ti's will be yeah an SLI yeah, Gucci it should, it should be fun but like it, it it looks really really good if you haven't seen the Cyberpunk uh, gameplay reveal it's I don't know it's probably about 45 minutes or so but yeah. I don't really like to watch gameplay Agreed. very often because I don't want to like I want to experience this stuff for myself firsthand so like I'll yeah. go through and I'll just skip through um, but I watched the entire thing for this because it just looked it it looked bonkers yeah it's 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 it was, pretty dope I, I think that I'm the way how i judge if i'm gonna buy a video game if it's not, if it's single player it's most likely i'm gonna buy it if i've it's part of a franchise i love if it's multiplayer if my friends are playing it that's like, it, mm-hmm. like that might be kind of stupid but the way my time works with not having any that's just what's realistic for me you know yeah. I, I don't know if I'll, I'll get that but it, i do agree it looked pretty fucking beautiful like it looked dope yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to get it. It's not going to come out anytime soon. Oh yeah, for but sure. But I'm probably I'd be surprised it comes out next year at all. Yeah, I mean, so. we we still I feel like we still have like at least a year left on the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. The the time frame they came out, um, I would say at least until we get like another new console, whatever that is. Yeah, well, like the 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 rumors are about 2020, I think. If that's the truth, I'm happy because this two years plan with this Xbox One X will be, you know, <laughs> there we go, boom. Like, what could you do next? What's next for consoles? I don't know. I mean, you could do real-time 4K. Um, I mean, the, right now it's just a res. It's, well, it's not true 4K. It's, uh, right, right. it's, it's 1920 by 2048. So, yeah. And it does the... At least that's what Red Dead Redemption does. Uh, so oh, it's interesting to see... Yeah, dude. Dude, there's so many games. So many games. So many games. I mean, it's good for us having a podcast talking about video games great for it's us it's a very good time for us to to do that but that just means i'm gonna have to buy everything i know God. unemployed for the next five months so it's not good but, you'll still um, work i know you i know you you'll 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 do things here and there yes which by the way speaking of my all my stuff's coming to you guys on on tuesday okay FYI. well i mean hey soon enough it probably won't be yeah well I'll, I'll eventually be coming down to brooklyn to see you guys because i need to go through and clean it all out i need to redo my cart so yeah i'll see you in a little bit once the, when they whenever they uh whenever apple announces the new mac minis and i'll get that and i'll have to rethink some things and come out and yeah and do some stuff but we have um, an event next I'll week actually the 20th we're doing a post ibc mixer oh really yeah yeah we're gonna have some of the new have you seen or, we'll talk about that later we'll do that in the after show i'll, I'll, I'll talk to you. We'll, we'll okay we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that For, show, i, yeah, I want to talk film stuff obviously we have, we both have that in common but i know no one else will understand it or want to hear it probably yeah we'll put that we'll put that in the after show then okay um all right let's see what else is uh oh so one thing that kind of i loved about amazon i don't know if anybody else saw this but the one thing i loved about amazon is so i typically pre-order games based off of what i like to play single player wise like i will always pre-order the assassin's creed right series same and same yeah um, but it's like, and people are, you know, poo-pooing, you know, it's like, don't pre-order, don't give like EA your money, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Hey, if you, if you enjoy a game and you want to play it on the first day, go ahead and pre-order. Yep. Otherwise just wait for it to come out. And I'm sure it'll have some discounts, whatever. Yep. Um, but I used to love pre-ordering on Amazon because they would give you 20% discount. So you could get a brand new game day one for $51, including tax yep. shipped. Not bad. But now Amazon is discontinuing that for Prime members, which is super annoying. Why did they do that? So did they say why? They didn't say they they didn't say why they're doing that specifically. But it's just it's just annoying. So they they said that um, 
was it saying they're they're calling it gamers get more out of primes the prime members receive a ten dollar credit on pre-orders of select titles whereas before it was 20 percent off yeah so it's kind of see ten dollars is chill because who cares if it's ten dollars of a 60 60 game but 20 percent off like a hundred dollar legendary edition or, or what steelbook i'm sure that was probably hurting them yeah but they're also like one of the, the the biggest companies in the world like, yeah come on yeah. i'm sure you're not I'm sure you're not Jeff Bezos over here being like the most richest person in fucking history. Yeah. So, I mean, still it makes a $60 game of 50 bucks, but it's, it's, it's not even a, um, it's not even a, it's not off the game price. It's still, it's just a credit. Like you get applied to your account Yeah, yeah. for later on. So that's what I liked about it. But I don't know. I mean, I still have Assassin's Creed Odyssey pre-ordered. I still have Fallout 76 pre-ordered. I still have Anthem pre-ordered. Um, I contemplated the Division 2, but I don't I'm know. Not, I've decided I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do Division 2. I'm probably going to wait for it to come out. Exactly. Um, if I, I'm definitely not pre-ordering Division later 2. On. Like, I, I did enjoy the Division, but I, enjoy, I, I don't know if they can keep me... Like, the Division... I played the Division for a long time. Like, I was into that game. Post... Mm-hmm. redo and or pre redo and post redo but like what else can they do there's it's like that's what it always tell me about that game is like what the fuck is this story there's a, a virus that killed a lot of humanity okay so then why what's like why is there fighting stuff how is there's still an army like there's still military i don't know it just none of it really made sense to me in the long run and i'm just curious how a game like that where there's not like a zombie element or there's not like any kind of like you know outside like uh there's not like russians coming in or like some to take over the united states like what more can you do i don't know some mm-hmm. some games i feel like are a winner but i don't know what do i know yeah i mean i i really liked the division i thought the the cover mechanics were pretty awesome yeah. i really liked the different classes that they had and the shooting mechanics everyone was kind of bummed about like enemies being bullet sponges but i kind of liked it so yeah. i mean it didn't really make sense for it made sense for some enemies who are like heavily armored who are bullet sponges but yeah. like the you know the gang bangers with the bandana and taking like three clips of uh you know smg just didn't make sense but well, i mean you know I like for us like playing traditional one. mmos bullet sponge shit doesn't matter because we would just sit in front of a giant boss and just slap it with a knife for like 40 fucking minutes like there weren't like puzzle raids and stuff a raid was just you 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 fought your way through a dungeon you got to the boss and you just hit it and someone healed you for like an hour like yeah that's why like <laughs> anyone i complain about bullet sponge stuff i'm like you don't know <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it's like yeah, people were complaining about that. I was like, yes, but you're attacking, you're slicing at a, uh, a monster with uh, a sword and it's doing no damage. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. How is that not the same? Like, my healer's not buffing me. I'm only doing four damage instead of five damage. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's that's the game, though. That's 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 games. That's game, game life. Game life. Yeah. So is there anything else we want to discuss or chat about that stuff that came out? I, mean, I can go into in depth on Spider Man, or I can go. I can wait till later. Let's let's wait for the next one to talk about Spider Man. I like to give personally. I give a two week period for spoiler stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think after, like the next episode, I will talk spoilers of Destiny, and I I think you could talk spoilers on Spider Man because you know at that point it's been out. You know. Yeah, if you haven't played it or watched the stream, it's your own fault. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> No, I think we're good, but, man. I think this, um, this is a good episode. I enjoyed this one. There's good stuff to talk about. Yeah. And then we have some, yeah, so it'll give us some time to talk about some of these new games that have just come out. Uh, put some time in. Hopefully I'll have finished Spider-Man and maybe put some time into Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, be, I definitely want to try Tomb Raider. I'm interested. 
it looks good and and then uh let's see uh you know what's crazy and i didn't realize this that the new uh assassin's creed comes out in like two weeks shit i feel like i've it's not like seen two or much, three weeks uh advertising for that game like at all yeah, I mean, it comes out the first week in October, mm. and that's like two weeks away. I'm, I was very surprised to see that. I looked it up the other day. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, whatever. Yeah. I was like, October 5th. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, October 2nd comes out. Jeez. So that's like two soon. weeks. Very soon. Yeah, man. I got to catch up on a lot of things. Well, so. Every weekend, I'll get done. Like I'll, I'll like wake up, and, oh, I do so much video game stuff, and then it's like, oh, we're going to brunch. We're going for a run. I have jujitsu. Like, oh, my friends are meeting up. I'm like... Real world, like I'm happy. I have real world stuff to do. Also, I just want to. I just want a whole day. I'm not doing anything yeah. but video games, and it's hard when you you're need... fucking thirty. Like, how do you do that? How do you have that? Yeah, and we don't don't have families yet. Yeah. Keyword yet. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag yet. Um, so anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks guys for coming out. You can catch us on Instagram at theoverachievers podcast or on Twitter at overachievers p. Thanks again for coming out. We'll be back in two weeks. But dude so happy to not be working anymore. yeah right isn't that fucking cool i can't well now can't that like I, I doubt any of my bosses uh listen to our podcast do you think they do probably not okay no. uh so my buddy at usa today he's the creative lead at usa today hit me up was like hey the sports guys are talking about starting esports at usa today and i'm gonna pitch them all of your info and i was like <gasps> that's so cool like Oh yeah, I mean, fuck yeah! Uh, can you imagine, like, because I, I, as more as time goes on, I find that I like being in front of the camera. I did all that news segment stuff when I was doing that only SP. <laughs> that, was, that was the most unsly, sly thing I've ever seen with your Lacroix, you fucking fancy bitch. Um, uh, I did a couple of news segment stuff for that website I was doing content for only SP, and I was like, man. I enjoy this. Like, I, I, I enjoy being in front of the fucking camera. I should do this more. And then Homeboy's like, yeah. Uh, it'd probably be like an all-around producer thing, and you'd probably be in front of the stuff, the camera too. And I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. I don't know. That'd be fucking dope. Hashtag. No, I'm, I just saw Amanda text me half an hour ago. I should have put this in the uh, the show notes, but she, there's something in here that says, Fortnite has now been cited in more than 200 divorce proceedings. What? <laughs> yeah what oh my goodness it's so good i might actually just put this i might keep this in the uh the, the end of the show and put holy this in. It's shit uh i'm gonna i'm just like browsing through the the, the article right now oh um, my god that's insane i mean it's just uh Makes sense. i'm sure runescape had a lot of divorce shit <laughs> yeah, wow I mean, like, it's, it's the same with like any sort of online com- com- competition or whatever yeah. i guess like you know it's call of duty PUBG, blah 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 whatever people just get like too obsessed with it it's all about work-life balance yep. come on guys it's not that hard yep hobby life work life it'll make us it all, all look has to have a balance perfectly happy balanced wife, happy life. as all things should be have you seen the avengers infinity war come on dude who do you think i don't I know i had dude i had some fucking friends who 
I knew were like into the shit that did not see it. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not really Why? into them. Like Chris hasn't watched Marvel stuff in a while. I'm like, Chris, this is your fucking jam. You, you love this. And he has not been watching Marvel stuff. I don't know. Like it's, I don't know. Cinematic universe. Some, some hard nerds are not into it. Yeah. Maybe they just think that it's like, it doesn't do it justice or it's like, I mean, I can understand that aspect. Like if that's your life and that's how you've been for like years and you're like, Oh, it does, it's not the same. It's not as good. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm this, I'm that way with the walking dead. Like I love the walking dead comics, yeah. but like, I don't like the show yeah, because it's not true to exactly. life. So I, I'm cool with, or true I'm, to the story. I'm cool when cinematic stuff isn't always true to the story, but man, the walking dead has gone there. I mean, it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the last season. I haven't I haven't watched this since season six. Yeah, oh, so it's yeah, yeah. I'm, I've missed like three. How years many of seasons of of the same fucking antagonist can you have? Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Whatever. But what were you asking about the a- ACI? Have or you something seen like it? That? The new module we're doing. I don't even know. I don't know what that is. So uh, it, you should go to Mark's Facebook. Is that the side? It's a side piece? It makes it like an Alexa, pretty oh, yeah. much. I mean, it's definitely more so for like rental houses and like owner ops who do like more studio stuff, like. It, but like it's pretty fucking cool. I was like, you should have done this from the start, man. Like this is this is your this is your money maker. This fucking thing. We we've been getting yeah. blown up since it got announced. Like when can I order? How many can I pre order? TCS was like, I want one for every DSM two camera I have. And I'm like, oh man, you should have done this from the start. Like this would have been it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but even even still, like I have to go. I got to figure out how to sell my OMOD. I haven't used that. I think I've used it once. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and replace it with that because I think that's a lot better than the OMOD yeah. personally. I mean, it's it's all about what so, you're using it for. You know, you had the first OMOD, right? You yeah. didn't have the XLR. I was the very first purchase of the yeah. OMOD. X- Mine is is serial number one. You could hang it up on the wall. That's <laughs> no. I'm gonna, maybe I'll try to sell it on the uh, on the you know the Facebook group or something. Yeah, like you'll that. be able to sell it, especially if you discount it. Like, did you ever get it upgraded? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, upgraded. you'll be able to sell it. People still, people. It's funny because we we stopped doing the Poe, like the super cheap one, and we get calls for that all the time. You got any Poe's left now, nah, dog? Sorry, they're like really trying to like. Well, if you hear, if you hear of anybody asking for the original, let me yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. That make that works out. Cause I just keep like, uh, <sighs> yeah. God, I'm gonna go do jujitsu now and get beat up. I can't wait. Nice. I want to go for a run. There you go. Now that I'm home and working out now full time, you're gonna love it. You're gonna, you're gonna. It's well, I'm actually very excited because now I'm off keto, um, and I had positive for the, the first time. Isn't it the in best? Like three months. It's pretty good. Fuck yeah, it is. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm I'm glad that I I came off of the diet too. But now it's different because now you like, can exercise gotta, more, so you don't need to have a, a strict diet. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Then, well, the reason why I did it originally. Um, a because I wanted to force myself to track what I was eating because yeah. now I have a set set of macros that I'm trying yeah, to hit. Do you, you sh- do you use the app My Fitness Pal? Yeah, yes, phenomenal app. Anyone out there, if you're listening to this, if you want to track what you're eating and how much you should be eating, My Fitness Pal, phenomenal app, free. So get that shit. Yeah, and and also um, like there's just food nonstop on set like and it was just like yeah. i say oh hey i can't have carbs i can't have bread yeah. i can't have blah 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 it's easy it's so fucking easy it's it, but i lost 15 pounds in the course of two and a half months by just not eating yeah. everything on set because you're walking around and doing so much physical activity it's crazy mm-hmm. but now now that i have like i'm trying to set a schedule we're like starting monday or i guess tomorrow <laughs> um i'll be waking i'll be waking up 
uh i'm trying to get in a habit of wake up uh drink a cup of coffee go to the gym yeah yeah and that's going to be my that's going to be my thing and like amanda's getting up at like seven or she's leaving at seven so i'm gonna try to go to the gym at seven because gym opens at 5 30 so yeah. i'm gonna run to the gym as long as it's a nice day and just go i because i have nothing to do until march so i'm just trying to get in a habit yeah that's, that's, that's how you do it i have a nice I already figured out my workout plans. I got a two-week schedule that alternates every two weeks. Okay, yeah, dude. And then uh, it's three days a week and trying to make it easy. I just want to try to get healthy. Well, not that I'm not, but... Oh, know. God damn it. I signed in my wrong for Graham Toe. I actually made it for Diamond Off Hollywood. Fucker. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You need routines nice. with working out. Because if you don't have routines, you have no accountability. Yeah, and it was, it's virtually impossible to have a routine on set. Yep. When you're working. Because well, Doug Horton hit me hours. up. He's like, dude, like, what do you think I could do on set? I'm like, hey, man, every, like, hour, if you can, like, try to find a quiet corner. Just do, like, 50 sit-ups and, like, fucking 25 push-ups. Like, you will. But you know how hard exactly. that is to, it's hard. to do? You can't. You can't, you can't yeah. do that. It's I I installed. So I had uh, push-up bars on the truck, and I had a set of, uh, like, rings just hanging down so that way I could do like pull-ups or whatever. And my thing was every single time I would go to the truck, I would do a set. Yep, that's smart. But you just don't, you don't go to the truck very yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're like the loader going in and even then you have to like run in and grab a monitor, grab some filters or whatever and some paper tape. But it's, just, it's so difficult to try to, I don't think people realize that like how much a film crew runs around and does stuff. And even if I'm not, even if I have free time, I can't leave can't, my heart. yeah. Exactly. Because you like, need to be there at all times. You know, a camera goes up. Yep. Yeah. It's like even if one camera goes down or like an A camera only shot or B only shot, like another set of team, it can they can go fuck off and do whatever. Yep. But I can't. I got to stay there. Which is why, like, I like uh, I start playing a lot of games on my phone just because you like, can you just get bored. You can stay the, yeah, you can stay yeah. the card and do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a books. I have a competition coming up in November, November fifteenth that I will be starting to get back in my routine of because i have to cut about 10 pounds which isn't as easy and for a month and a half the problem is i just love food <laughs> i yeah. love eating well, you can do that easy. yeah that's, that's just like just stop being an asshole yeah just all i do is just stop drinking and essentially just do some cardio yeah, you're fine. exactly but with that being said i actually but am now, gonna have to split because i gotta go train gotta go gotta go be the best of the best <laughs> 